Hello, and Happy New Year. It's been a little old while, hasn't it? Goodness, I've not recorded any message, um, vo- uh, what is this? This is a podcast, isn't it? <laughs> I've not recorded any episodes for about a month, because I just went into full low-power winter mode and came down with the flu, and it was a bit COVID-like, and a chest infection, and that just absolutely floored me, and I had very little of anything to give. So yeah, I just disappeared into the... Christmas vortex of being like a zombie and floating around. But yes, I'm back. Hello. Still recovering. Dog's still here. He's sat on my lap right now. I'm just sat in a, on a ridge in a park above the canal looking at some narrow boats and everything's a bit bare and a bit wet and a bit muddy and it's that kind of bleak mid, with the bleakest of midwinter. You know, the, hi- the hi- hiatus, 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 hiatus of, um, Christmas and New Year is over and then it's just this kind of weird kind of like doldrums place where we're at the bottom just waiting for it to get brighter and there's a lot of is there hope in there? There is hope in there for the year ahead and um, <clears throat> one of the first kind of things that I'm doing hopeful exciting things is I'm putting on next week Tuesday a little um, ooh, it's a kind of it's not is it begin? it's a welcome kind of introduction would you like to try improv Hey guys, you're on my mailing list, but some of you have never been here to improv before, so what do I have to do to tease you out of the woodwork, to come and try improv, or to come and pick it back up again if you've done it before? And it's the kind of the, the welcome, the introduction, the warm, safe, lovely, warm and fuzzy improv welcome that I didn't give for myself. So yeah, here's a story, context, and this is what kind of propelled me to take the path I have in improv, which is that... I got into this maybe three years ago, um, improvised comedy, unscripted uh, theatre, and <clears throat> excuse me, I did what I always do when I want to try something or do something. I just throw myself in at the deep end, and I went to a four-day retreat, uh, the May Days Improv Retreat, and I just did all the classes non-stop from about nine in the morning until about I don't know six at night, and essentially I didn't sleep for those four days. I became absolutely wired and transfixed and completely enraptured by this new art form that was like, oh wow, this is my language, this is my people, this is the thing I want to do with my time. And I got so excited and so disorientated and dysregulated that at the end of these four four days, I kind of came home and it was like, it was almost as if I felt like I'd been deinstitutionalized, I'd kind of left the army or something. I had this really weird reintroduction back to society again I was just totally dysregulated and and by that I mean that's a kind of term a coachy term for when your nervous system's like really activated and really aroused and you're kind of really hyper aware and maybe in a state of kind of you know the whole fight flight freeze panic kind of arousal state uh, dorsal vagal I think they call it in the polyvagal theory which is something I'm trying to learn more about which is about how your nervous system kind of responds to your environment to the people around you to kind of threats because that's what had happened really I had gone into this environment and seen the um, the threat of performing and getting it wrong and the joy of just experiencing it and wanting to just experience everything all at once and that had just sent me into this real, really kind of hyper aroused state and I now look back on it and I realise what I'd done, um, I hadn't done wrong, I'd do, been following my bliss and doing what I enjoyed but what I could have done to make it a much more um, calmer experience that I could have, um, yes, experienced in a, in a very different way is I could have given myself more safety so I felt like give myself a kind of 
a place to retreat and feel okay and integrate everything that was coming up for me all the um because they say improv brings up a lot of stuff because when you do improvised comedy you can often kind of bring up old behaviors and characters and voices from your past and kind of situations that are in there that you didn't know matter to you and they can all kind of play out in the improvised in the improvisation you're doing and yeah i don't think i gave myself much safety there it was just constant almost 24 7 um stimulation and i didn't give myself much kind of a quiet place with the door shut in the dark, just kind of like grounding myself, you know, stretching, relaxing, journaling, just processing what was coming up for me. I didn't give myself any of that kind of physical nervous system safety. And the other thing I didn't give much, much, myself much of was, um, was connection with other people. I think it's really hard to stay connected with other people, as in socially and supportively, when you're in this state of kind of hyper arousal like I was. So the two things there that were missing were the safety and the connection. And, uh, yeah, I just went and freaked myself out completely. I'm just monitoring my dog because there's another dog come along sniffing him and he doesn't like being sniffed. So I'm just going to pause a second. Hi, my dog's still alive. Everyone's in one piece. We're okay. Yeah, so this was just a note, uh, reflection that, um, wouldn't it be really nice to give people what I, in that instance, when I first tried improv, didn't give myself? All these people who'd like to try improv, and would like to feel and experience it in a really safe way where you feel really supported and it's just enjoyable because my theory is, well it's not just my theory, this is kind of nervous system stuff, is this idea that when you put yourself in situations of risk and jeopardy, it can kick off all sorts of reactions in us, fear, shame, anger, you know, and when we're triggered in that way without managing it properly, it can... Um, well, it can spin us out. It can bring up all sorts of old behaviours, protective defensive behaviours. Like for me, it's um, making myself bigger, you know. Being in a bit of a... Uh, like you see a lot in improv, like people just kind of become hyper chatty. That's I've, I've not been there, but I've experienced other people becoming hyper chatty and trying to control the improv or because they're panicked and that's their defence strategy. When they feel panicked, they try and control things and talk and take charge and this kind of thing. And then the other people who kind of will shrink back and will hide or will even freeze and like can't think of the words and they just look a bit like the rabbit in the headlights, like that can happen as well. Um, I've improvised with people um, when I did a beginner's course a few years ago. There was one person who became very quite shouty and very quite uh, aggressive and these are all just strategies to protect us because we're kind of... Um, in these situations, we have these strong reactions and we don't know how to handle it, so we go to our kind of, our templates, our old habits to kind of protect us from feeling uncomfortable feelings and to protect us, protect those parts that we don't want other people to see, you know, the vulnerable parts, the emotional parts, the, yeah, the tender parts, the inner child. I think improv's a really great place to play with your inner child. But the inner child is very innocent and, um, sensitive. You know, it wants to have fun, it wants to play, it wants to be with all its friends and do all its favourite things, but it's a very vulnerable, kind of, yeah, tender place to spend a lot of time when you're working with your inner child. It certainly is for me, and if one isn't careful, um, all our defensive strategies can come along and hide that child away for fear of it getting hurt and protect it, and then we get all the above that I've just described. So... That's my experience of improv. Might have gone right into it a little bit too deeply, but what will we be doing? Well, 
we'll be working with essentially when we get in there just regulating who are these people around me you know who who are you <laughs> why are you here you know trying to find some kind of common ground between a bunch of people so there'll be some really gentle introduction where we all get to see each other as human beings rather than just strangers in a room and then we'll be playing some games where we sort of move around the space and go okay so this is kind of safe all oh, there's other people here who are you you're near me now you're far away from me and here's the walls and there's the ceiling and yeah what's going on this is my body you know oh look at the way my body works these are my legs these are my arms just kind of go telling your body at a kind of subconscious level you're safe everything's okay here you're welcome and then we'll be doing some relating stuff so we'll be playing some authentic relating which is my other love uh, authentic relating is kind of games for the heart really it's just like oh what's going on for you how's it being you today what you like being a human hello human i'm a human too like we're all humans having a human experience and then when we've got that in place the theory goes that oh i'm safe i can have a lovely time now and we play some games and that's all we'll be doing we'll be playing game after game after game in improv there'll be no performance there'll be no expectation to get up in front of an audience and be funny or act and be smart and be fast you just can just just be yourself really be your undefended self which is where i'd like to get to that's a, a word i've rediscovered recently i read a book called undefended love which is about it's more about relationships but it's more about how we have these kind of they call it the dual desires of the of the heart is to know yourself and to know other people and to know who i am when i'm with you and to know who you are when you're with me and who i am when i'm not with you you know that kind of stuff but undefended is a really great word because it's like how can i do undefended improv how can i live more of my life in an undefended way where i'm not just letting these old habits and behaviors these defensive strategies play out you know the being funny being big being aggressive being quiet and shy and hiding and small like all these things that, that that work and they're really great and they keep us safe that's what they're there for and they worked when we were younger but they might not be serving us quite so well anymore so it'll be a little experimentation with that how would life be if i lived a little bit more undefended which is a big undertaking for a beginner's improv class but it's more the theory behind it i know some people are quite interested in the practice and what i stand for because um yeah i've, I've had a lot of experiences doing improv where i've thought mm, i could have been a bit supported better there i didn't feel very safe we went straight into it without actually realizing who these other people are around me who are these people you know and at some some part of you will always be kind of a bit freaked out about that when we don't know who these people are we can be kind of you know yeah wary not ready to kind of be unguarded and undefended so yeah it's building on those experiences and just make it really lovely and it'll be so much fun as well my but other part of this theory is when we are undefended and when we are enjoying ourselves and safe and connected to the people around us then we can uh have more fun the kind of the fun takes care of itself the laughter the jokes you don't need to try you don't need to try to be clever you don't need to try to be funny it's like oh we're relaxed oh now i'm relaxed i can just be if, if that is your natural kind of state that will emerge you know there are other ways like of being your natural self and whatever that is you know maybe you're tender and emotional and that's okay and physical or you know maybe you are naturally fast and talkative and chatty and playful in that way that's okay too it's like whatever your natural state is that's what we're trying to get to and i think the way to get to that is to be more undefended so yeah this has been a, a nice reflection for me to get clear on what it is the session's about on tuesday the 9th actually if you want to know more about that, subscribe to my newsletter. Go to chriskenworthy.co.uk 
or drop me a message chris at chriskenworthy.co.uk or follow me on instagram chriskenworthy or one word and uh, i'll post it up there tickets are up and for sale already they are i think there's six there's four tickets left so yeah if you want to come join up there i'll be doing more of them more of these kind of warm introductions to improv uh, throughout the year and doing more deeper workshops as well where we explore this kind of theory of um, undefendedness uh, in more detail and it's not just for improvisers you know if you want to try improv that's what this class for on Tuesday but I'd like to do this for improvisers specifically and for people who are just like I'm just curious what it's like to be you know in that place of that improv brings us you know spontaneous joyful present kind generous connected all this kind of stuff yeah okie doke right that's quite a good one. I'll take that for my first episode of 2024. Um, I hope whether, wherever this meets you, you are in a good place. And I hope you manage to dodge this uh, awful seasonal plague that um, is still creeping around my body, I suspect. But uh, things are improving. And this is the week I've decided I will be getting better. And that will be the end of the uh, this uh, malaise that's still kind of following me around like an ermine cloak. All right. Goodbye for now. Happy New Year and thank you for listening. And if you are a regular listener, like, thanks for sticking around. There'll be more episodes this year, more adventures, more fun, more things to get involved with as well, I think. More time to sort of uh, get in a room together and play. And my dog's found a squirrel. He's chasing up, up a tree. Time to leash him. His attention's a little bit fuzzy now he's not very undefended he's dysregulated now i need to give him some safety and connection don't i all right love you bye